Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio at Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Remember, each week this is the place you go to when you want to hear the latest when it comes to anything out of the ordinary. And I'm talking about personal stories. I'm not talking about just sitting here talking the whole time about other things, things that I've been researched always. It is personal. People are reaching out. Have you reached out? If you listen to my show and you have something that's on your mind, something that you've experienced, something that you've known or that you've heard of in the family, a co-worker, I mean, this is the place. So go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com. For those of you who cannot spell my name, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, (laughs) And tell me as much details as you would like. Don't feel bad because I am telling you, we love the big juicy emails. They are really uh, helpful in helping to decipher what's going on. And, you know, for a lot of people that are trying to get into this understanding of the paranormal, they're listening. They're following the patterns. We're trying to create this understanding out there instead of uh, having this cookie cutter like, well, I was here for 24 hours and I didn't experience anything, so nothing must have happened. Take the word of people sometimes because they're really risking a lot when they step forward. I I don't know many people that are like, yep, this is the way I'm going to retire. I'm going to make up some crazy paranormal happening and, uh, you know, have a movie made. (laughs) I've been in this for a very long time. I don't have a movie made. I don't have a TV show made. Okay. And when I do, it gets goofed anyhow when I (laughs) get on some of these shows sometimes. But it happens. What can you do? But one thing I got to tell you guys, wow, July 20th, 2022, for the record books for Mysteries Decoded on the CW, yes, I got to co-host with Jennifer Marshall, and guess what? I got word that thus far it was their top-rated show of the season. So I want to thank you guys for your support. That was really kind of you, and uh, I hope that... uh, it interested you enough to uh, be a fan of the show because really, really great people over there. And um, wow, I'm telling you, if you haven't seen that episode, we dove into the werewolves of Kentucky, Dogman, all of that. And it was, um, it really will shape your opinion about what's going on out there. Let's put it that way. I don't want to spoil it for you, but if you go on the CW app, the CW Seed app, you can watch that episode anytime you want. You got it? Anytime you want. Um, and all the episodes. <laughs> so check it out. And um, wow, so many great compliments. And I, I want to thank you guys. Uh, you know, it, it was um, it was an adventure. And hopefully I'll have more of those. And, uh, you know, just it's so, so refreshing to get out and to meet some of these people during the pandemic. I mean, we had to be safe about it. 
But man, it was so like limiting for so long where we couldn't get out there. And, you know, we filmed like uh, one half uh, in one year and, and then the other half in another year. I mean, it's like, what can you do? The pandemic was smacking us, you know? So, um, yeah, check it out and uh, tell me what you think about it. You know, tell the, the people uh, who put on the CW, it was like, hey, I want to see more of this. And uh, maybe Heidi should pop over. <laughs> Did I did I plant that seed? I did. I really had a ball. I love Jennifer Marshall. She is fabulous. And if you haven't heard her interview here, I have also interviewed her. Uh, and uh, man, man, just just a great, great person. Well, guess what today is? Today is all about your emails. I've really got to come up with a name for this. <laughs> I mean, I used to call it the Outlandish Corner when I hosted on other networks but um i gotta think of something you know if you guys got ideas on what you want it to be called tell me because um i'm just like i mean dark emails light emails become emails i don't know i have no idea but um yeah so this is my favorite time of show um did i say time type of show uh because (laughs) because this is where i grow and this is where we all grow um you know hearing what's going on out there and uh, I am not kidding you, unless in the first line or the subject line, it's like, please help, or don't share my story, or don't tell my name. Um, I really don't look at these emails prior. And uh, sometimes, you know, the English is a little bit broken up, and you might hear me kind of stall, like trying to figure out what they're trying to say. Because um, I'm just reading these, you know, willy-nilly, and um, <laughs> not really, not really organizing them in any kind of fashion. You got me? I mean, and then my emails did something weird and I got a clump of old emails. Like I'm talking about a couple of years, some of them were. So some of these are just really spread apart. And um, it just kind of shocks me how they kind of, I, I picked great because they'll, they'll like coincide with each other. It's weird. We'll see if it happens today. Happens a lot, but um, I don't know. I don't know. All right. So um, I'm just going to dive on in. And um, what does this one say? Okay. This one says, uh, Dear Heidi, I have three paranormal clients dealing with shadowy bat-like or winged imp-like entities that go inside their bodies through their ears, mouths, other orifices, let's just say that. Um, Have you been contacted by other similarly connected types, I guess they're trying to say? And if so, were you able to help them? Can you call me so we can talk? Destiny. Okay, well, um, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Okay, so I don't know what size these are. You said imps, so I'm guessing these are the itty-bitty dudes. Um, winged, I have heard of more of the big ones, okay? And the way that they move about, they could seem kind of shadowy, and they kind of they kind of manifest, and they kind of step back into the shadows, uh, kind of like Hatman can do. So I have heard of, of those types of real big, big mothers. Woof. Horrible. Um, and then I've also heard of these smaller little things that are like scurrying about and, uh, and people will kind of group them into being a shadow type of being. But again, I point to look at these very, uh, distinctive details. It, wings? No. No, uh, it, shadow people don't have much distinction going on with them. Okay, so they're shadowy and uh, they can shapeshift. Yes, but it's it's kind of the edges are not really clear and kind of fuzzed out. And uh, if they have eyes, they're glowing red. And um, yeah, so I, I'm I'm not thinking that these are a shadow type of being. But you said bat like. Yes, I have had some people um, get a hold of me in regards to that. And yes, I have been uh, successful in in helping them to get their power back over such things. And, uh, you know, it's, oh, it's a demon. It's a demon of a sort, but it's it's like a, because um, when I've heard of them, there's many of them. And uh, so there has to be a leader, right? So um it's it could be complicated and it, it could be rather urgent for people who are dealing with it actually because they're everywhere and they're scattering about and they look away and all of a sudden they see it again and uh and then it's like getting closer and closer it's like what is that red light green light you know that game <laughs> it, it's, it sounds terrible to compare it to but um 
So red light, green light is, you know, you have like all your friends, you know, you're a kid. Okay. And they start creeping closer and you're like, when you turn around to look at them, it's red light. So they have to stop and freeze wherever they're at. And you got to turn your back slowly and you say green light and then they can move. And then you turn back around really quick and say, you know, red light. You're trying not to get tagged by people. Okay. They're trying to tag you. So, um, and that's what these things kind of seem to do to people. Um, it's like they're, you know, things are not moving when they're looking, they turn around and they turn back and, 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 it's, and it, you know, shifts. Like, uh, if they don't hold their position, well, if your friends don't, they're out of the game. Um, so they have to be really quick to freeze. And these things are, are kind of like that. But then, then I've had the emails where the people are like, you know, uh, they, they watch them slowly crawl. Uh, the, I'm talking about these little ones slowly crawl on top of a table or a counter, um, walking upright even, um, so I, I would love more details about this. And I see your number here. Um, so I'm referring you over and, and for anybody else too, if you've got something urgent, um, something that's just kind of harder to explain or whatever, hit me up on messenger for Facebook or any other social media app. And, uh, we could chat there. It's not always easy for me to, uh, just you know, call people directly and my number to put it out there to the world. I have to be a bit careful because I do get some folks who like to, um, hunt me down. Um, not stalk, but you know, just ring my number a lot. So, <laughs> so find me on social media and you know, people are always surprised. It's like they ring me and I'm like, yes, <laughs> They're like, hold on. Is that really you? Like, yeah, yeah, I told you. <laughs> so honestly, um, just find me and my social media handles are all of them pretty much at one Heidi Hollis. And uh, you don't have to friend request me. You could just uh, send a request for messages and I will connect with you. How's that? Um, I wonder you're talking about three paranormal clients and I'm I'm curious if they're all under one roof or not. You know, I got to tell you something too, Destiny. So get this. When I've heard of this going on, uh, it, it's been grouped in a certain area. Like, I don't know, like there's something going on in, in the place that, that they're at. Or it's like like a whole town, a whole town. Like they're all reporting of seeing these little things uh, creepy crawling around. So isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? So I, I wonder if uh, this is all under one roof or if it's like a neighborhood or a town. Because, um, yeah, it's a pattern. It's a pattern. And so we're paying attention to patterns, right? So, um, yeah. So I, I hope uh, I hope that you get, could get a hold of me and, and we'll have a discussion about it. And, you know, something that's important to know, too. It's like sometimes people want to get a name, uh, you know, get their uh, <laughs> absolute um, uh, perfect uh, description of, of, of what this, these creatures look like or under what uh, scenario even. And uh, sometimes it doesn't matter, um, especially if people are desperate to get rid of them. So pausing to contemplate, you know, what part of history did they come from? <laughs> does not matter. We want to save the people. We want to get rid of it. As cool as it might be that you ever catch it on video, these things have been dodging us for eons. You probably won't get that lucky, but, um, you know, some people do. Uh, but again, let's keep in mind, it's all about the people. So, Destiny, I hope to hear from you very soon, or I'll look for you. All right, you guys, we are going to get to our first break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM paranormal podcast network stick around we'll be right back with more of your hey girlfriends it's me carol fisher i'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of the girlfriends in season one we told you about the murder of gail katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend bob at one point a woman's torso washed up on staten island and was misidentified as gail she spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. 
Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM paranormal podcast network (laughs) well guess what guys we are digging into your emails and um we've started off with a whoa it's not often i get batwing creature questions but loving it um not that people are suffering with this but loving the variety and uh again class is in session everybody um (laughs) all right so i am flipping through here and um this one okay all right this one says hi heidi Please get in touch with me. I'm having a shadow person problem. That's a lot of people reaching out to say, call me or something. It, it, again, here, here goes a pattern, guys. Here goes one. Here goes one. All right. Connections of these emails. I, I don't know how this happens. Um, all right. Uh, I'm having shadow people problems. Okay. And I needed some advice because I found nothing online about what I have seen. Okay, I hope you describe it. Um, I'm not the only person who has seen it. And it tried to lure my daughter out of the house. Okay, and it used her energy to manifest and steal a phone to draw me and my girlfriend out of the house. Okay, hold on. I think this person reached out to me on social media. I'm I'm terrible with names sometimes, but like this scenario is um, definitely sound like I think this is somebody that listened to me and said, "Hey, reach out to me," and um, I think they must have wrote me first this email. Okay, all right. So I have some I have some background in my head about what this one is about, and. Um, yeah. Okay. So we're continuing. Where were we? Okay. Um, I tried to lure my daughter out of the house. It used her energy to manifest and steal a phone to draw me and my girlfriend out of the house to find the phone. And then it wasn't where it was ringing. Ooh. Okay. That's different. Hmm. I've seen this in a movie once, though. <laughs> you know. I mean. It's like, okay, we want we want the child separate from the parents, so we're going to make it sound like something's out here or they need to go check it out, you know, get the gun or something. And uh, they're actually hiding inside the house to continue to harass the, the kid or somebody else, you know. 
wow, okay, that's that's weird. Like, I, I don't remember you mentioning this in um, our chat, but you might have. Um, <laughs> okay. All right, so draw you both out. And uh, wasn't ringing there. Okay, they used the energy to move things, and my daughter passed out from it. Okay, I do remember you mentioning this too. And they tried to distract us and steal my daughter. Oh, I don't remember that part. Now, that's highly disturbing. That's really disturbing. Um, she thought it was Jesus oh, because she had no grid for it, of course. It's, oh, wow, okay. It had a high back green collar on its black cloak with a red belt on it. It doesn't have a face. Okay, so, all right. She showed me a drawing of this thing. And really, really, really disturbing. It's like um, a combo of Mars attacks, uh, weird-looking creature head with a bubble, but um, that was the glow coming off. And uh, the, 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 the collar, the collar was really high, kind of like Dracula type of thing, and had this cloak thing. And, and these tactics, trying to get at a, I believe she was a two-year-old or something, really young, or really young, two or two or four, maybe four years old. I, I'm sorry, I can't always remember the details, <laughs> but it's like, I knew she was a very young child. And, um, and this thing was just not backing off and doing every trick in the book to try to get this family separate to do whatever kind of harm or whatever it, it wanted to to this very young little girl. And, uh, wow, how innocent, you know, little girls like, it must be Jesus. They, you know, I, that, there goes that other thing. There goes that other thing. Remember a couple of episodes ago, and uh, I often get these people who will try to um, say that, you know, if it's something like Hat Man, like, oh, he's a guardian, you know, he didn't scare me type of thing. And then we had that little switcheroo. The person actually saw what was defending him unbeknownst to him uh was archangel michael and um like wow that's that's amazing right uh so this positive vibe that she might have felt she might have been protected by jesus how beautiful of a thought is that because this is an innocent and she surely would have a difficult time defending herself from something ancient, old, rotten, whatever this is, that's trying to take advantage of a little girl. All right. Does that make sense? Not okay. Not okay. Um, so uh, I think you can rest assured if she felt that way, that something might have been there that was protecting her. Okay. So to continue, I had a high back green collar on its black cloak with a red belt really tacky okay um <laughs> it doesn't have a face its body is long and gangly and its skin is black and billows like smoke everybody class class raise your hand if you've ever heard this before huh huh anybody <laughs> and that is the leader and there are two of them now that's that's interesting okay so for some reason um hat man he was never one to do like the, the smoky thing so much, but more lately I'm hearing this kind of distortion and what people are seeing. So it's like, um, like a tornado even type of hat man looking thing like this, this black smoky stuff around him. And you know, hat man is not quite from here. Um, he is evil. He does direct a lot of horrible things to happen to people and things around him and um but he also has things that work for him now <laughs> i was uh when i saw the image that that she sent over that she drew um the the mom of the little girl drew i was like oh gosh that's a little weird you know and um and she described the now oh gosh i hope this is the right name she described the the creature's teeth being like something called chubby wubby all right. And I didn't stop to look it up at the time. And I was like, what a what a name, you know, I'm like, huh. And, uh, you know, I was telling her uh, different things and how she can try to protect her daughter and uh, to secure her home. And, uh, you know, so the kid can grow up. 
you know, and be the advanced human being she apparently is that attracted this piece of crap coming at her the way that it was. I mean, a little girl like that. I mean, how dare it? Um, so <laughs> I looked up, like, after I chatted with her at great length, I looked up Chubby Wubby. Yeah, Chubby Wubby. I'm like, this sounds like a teddy bear, all gushy and cute and sweet and all this stuff. When I saw the teeth, <laughs> I was like, oh, snap. It, you know what it looked like? It looked like the teeth on Pennywise from the movie It from Stephen King. Those really disgusting, jagged, like, uh, shark, like, I don't know, all embracing teeth. <laughs> And I was like, oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. It's Hat Man. Mm-mm. Uh, I know what it is. So he changed up his outfit. He, he changes it. He does. But that presence and this black smoky thing. Um, the thing that I am wondering about, you're saying, you know, there are two of them. So what are, are they twins? Uh, is there one that's a little different, one smaller? Because um, I have heard that. But my understanding when it comes to Hatman, there appears to be one. There appears to be one. And now, people will say that they differ in size, and um, but there's a reason for that. There's a reason, okay? It's, uh, it's really, really a disturbing thing to say. But oh, Hatman has others that work for him, okay? Recruits of a sort. Does that make sense? So, yeah. Yeah, you might see more than one, or you might see a different type hanging around. Um, but there is only one of him. I mean, it's like saying, you know, the devil has a brother, and he might stop by sometime to take everybody's soul at the end of this world. You know, no. It's just one. All you need to really find him disgusting and something you want to get rid of. But, you know, guys, the ones that are listening to this story and, and taking it into account that this is a little girl and the whole family is, is being toyed with to gain access. So when a child is complaining about something going on and you just have these random odd things going on, you know, people find the craziest things in their heads to think, <laughs> I, I'm just imagining this, you know, there's, there's nothing going on here, you know? It's like, oh, pfft. obviously I dropped the phone out of my pocket walking through the yard or something, but that's not always the case now, is it? We have to pay attention. We have to realize that there are things toying with us while we're trying to debate if we're really experiencing something. Okay? The government, listen, the government is aware of an alien presence. Let that sink in. And they have told us. Now, they've known for a long time, but they've told us. So... Now that we've stepped into this new room of understanding, having a poltergeist type event with some chubby wubby tooth looking creature called Hat Man walking around doing horrible things and trying to lure you out of the house, that's not a stretch. That's not a stretch, okay? These things, we could call it a, a spirit, we could call it the devil, we could call it whatever. We could throw all sorts of titles on it. The important thing is to know it's real and it's going on. Thousands, if not millions, are understanding this and realizing this. And um, as odd as it sounds, I know that I came here during this specific time in this world's uh, evolution or whatever it is uh, to warn people about what's going on here on this planet and this existence. It's real, people. We have to be prepared. And how do we prepare? First step, acknowledging that you got a soul. Second step, protecting it and having faith that there's something more positive out there to protect against such negative things. Oh, God, I call it Jesus. Uh, angelic presences. And, uh, you know, we can do this. We got this. I know it. There is hope. All right, you guys, we got to get to our next break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll be right back. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now, the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM paranormal podcast network wow we're getting some interesting emails today i am uh rather rather blown away and and taken aback a lot of urgency out there and it just continues guys it just continues we have got to do better to uh keep these things at bay and to tell others right we're here to plant the seed so people can at least feel comfortable enough to like uh hey Susie. uh so I heard you're into these topics, um, so I kind of saw something, you know, let them be more comfortable to bring these things up so they don't suffer alone. We can't let people suffer alone in this stuff. It's hard. It is really hard. And uh, if anything, I want to make my mark in that way, let people know, like, uh, this is not something that you just sit there with a flashlight under your chin making spooky sounds to talk about we have got to get comfortable with this because it's not going anywhere and it's gonna get worse and it is getting worse and uh trust me you're hearing my emails this is spooky is it not all right so all right continuing continuing um this one says hi heidi you can use my name okay great What's your name? Oh, Michael. Uh, <laughs> I listen to you on iHeartRadio. Well, awesome. You asked for a story. Yes, I do. I always do. Um, well, it's not much of a story, but I will tell you what happened that confirmed to me there is a spirit world. Ah, okay. Back in 2014, I lived in Tucson, Arizona. While in Tucson, I discovered a vortex 
Oh, I've seen one of those. It's pretty freaky. In person, especially. <laughs> and I formed a relationship with this vortex? Hmm. The experience at times would become very frightening. Oh, I bet. I would lose control over my body and my voice would become someone else's. Well, Michael, that's sounding like a possession type thing. All right. I had this relationship with this vortex for months. And on one morning, I was given a 10-hand massage by spirits. Have you ever heard of a 10-hand massage? They're awesome and unforgettable. This one was my first and only one. It lasted for 15 minutes. I don't know. That sounds kind of, kind of, uh, I don't know. Um, not right. But I'm going to look this up here. Okay. Okay. Uh, five people simultaneously massaging rhythmically to music. And what one does, it passes on to the other. Okay. Okay. All right. This is, this is different. I was, I'm learning today. <laughs> I'm learning I've never heard of such a thing, uh, but it sounds freaky to experience from unseen, perhaps unclean spirits. I don't know. Um, I hope this is one of the spooky times, Michael, because that sounds spooky. Because um, <laughs> that just happened out of nowhere in the morning. Like, wow. Okay. Um, all right. So it was unforgettable. It's your first and only one. Last 15 minutes. This vortex wasn't in some hidden location. It was at a baseball field that was next to a school and library. The events at the Vortex led me to writing my first book. It was just like you had told the story. Huh. What? It was just like you and had to tell the story. Oh, okay. You had to tell the story. Okay. Uh, The part about the 10 hand massage isn't in the book. As you well know, not everything you want to say can make it into your book. You just can't say it all. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, you have to filter some things out. Um, what I don't understand, it's like, how did you come across this? Um, you know, like, where I'm biting. Okay, where'd you come across this? Did you just, like, happen to be playing baseball one day? Or somebody threw a baseball into a void and you thought, wow, I bet there's a vortex there? Um, you know, like, what was going on? Did you just visit this regularly? Uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of questions, a lot of questions. Now, for myself, when I experience a vortex, um, I never had seen something like this before. Absolutely never have. Um, but just exploring yours a little bit further. So you know that things are reaching out and touching you. That's a little too close, Michael. Um I would be worried about stuff like, I don't know, possession or getting a a hitchhiker to uh, come back home with you. You know, it's a vortex. Uh, It's a it's a division between realities is is what I'm assuming you're hinting at. Um, And things can pass through it and maybe softening you up for a good old possession. You know, Um, I, I hope not. I hope that everything turned out okay. You seem okay, I think. Um, But not everybody would be okay with uh, what you're just describing here. (laughs) I sure wouldn't. Uh, It's like, oops, something touched me. I'm spinning around. Okay. What was it? What was it? And I'm looking, you know, but 10, 10 hands rhythmically massaging your entire body. Um, when you let your guard down, things like that can take advantage. There might be one that's off key and really cause harm. Um, yeah. So I don't know. All right. So when I had, uh, come across a vortex, I don't believe I've shared it here on this program. I might have, I don't know. Um, I was speaking somewhere and, um, when you go to speak at different conferences and whatnot, people are like, Oh, Oh, I live close. You have got to see what I've got, you know? And I'm always open. I'm like, sure. Okay. What, what's going on? And, uh, I was with a group of cool friends of mine and, uh, we're like all like, yeah, let's go on an adventure. Sure. You know, and and we're like trickling on over, and uh, it was um, the lady warned us. She said, "You know, I've got Bigfoot, I've got spirit orbs, and I've got a vortex, and all this stuff on my property." It's like cool, okay, all right. I feel okay. I've got several friends with me, you know, and um, we come upon this area, okay, and 
More recently, I watched the the show Skinwalker Ranch. Okay, so if you have seen it, then you might know what I'm talking about. But uh, so you know, we had a, a a couple of hours hanging out with these folks and a beautiful place and a good time and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, we see this this light coming up out of the ground and. We just kind of froze. And she goes, oh, there it is. You know, like, there goes the vortex. What? A beam of light. Did you see it also in the Skinwalker Ranch uh, show? Beam of light going up. And I am not kidding you. At that time, like, we had cameras, all right? (laughs) Disposable cameras. And we had all run out of our uh, film. We just didn't have film left. And of course, this vortex pops up right then. And it was really, really, really aggravating that we couldn't get a a shot of it. But there were probably about eight of us witnessing this thing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But uh, I seen a vortex and we saw something that looked like it was poking its head out, actually. And there was just all this energy around it. And and I got to tell you, I've never seen such a congregation of orbs around a property so much and well hello there's a big vortex shooting a big old bright beam of light out of the ground so that could be indeed why there was so much activity going on bigfoot activity all sorts of things anything that you can imagine was happening right then and there and i was just absolutely enamored and uh, it's an experience that i talk about quite a bit still So yeah, I believe in vortexes. A lot of people have documented them over the years. But again, how do you prove it? How can you say this is for real? And if it was really a magnificent event, guess what? Suddenly it would be cordoned off (laughs) because that's the way our government rolls. I mean, just think of El Junque Forest and anytime somebody goes missing in the forest and there was a suspected Bigfoot sighting in the area, suddenly you can't bring your dogs in uh, even to help in the search for a missing person. Oh, what, what, Bigfoot was found? Oh, see, no, and then the person's missing. Oh yeah, we're just going to kind of control the situation here. No, 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 that is not okay. There is a problem and um yeah so because vortexes are real um and uh the government are you kidding me of course they are capable of spotting this stuff of course they're able to document this stuff you know watching uh things like skinwalker ranch and knowing what was going on there and and the government and bigelow and they all packed up their bags and moved on out because they got enough of the information and these people in one little trip over there they got all this information and, and and documentation of something wild going on imagine the amount of documentation the government got along with bigelow when they were there for i don't know years and years you know so we got we gotta we gotta understand they have a lot of knowledge and suddenly it is not to be shared and we are once again left in the dark why is that because the technology the technology that exists and that is showing itself to be here in this world and and the anomalies not just the technology the anomalies going on it it just lets you know that uh it's something to behold and to be having and uh, people are you know not always surviving what uh what's they discover, you know, suddenly they go missing, you know, oh, I discovered free energy and I can create levitating motors and all this stuff. And all of a sudden uh, they get shut down. They mysteriously die. And you never hear about this stuff again. They're arrested, incarcerated, whatever. I mean, it's it's insanity, guys. It's uh, it's a shame because who's running this show? I thought the taxpayers did, but absolutely no, absolutely no. Absolutely. I mean, how how can we if we don't even know or get to sign on the dotted line to say, sure, donate money over here for this or for that? You know, uh, it's just it's not for the people. It's not with the people. And I think this is true for any country, unfortunately. I mean, we try to make change, right? We try to step up and do different things. And, uh, you know, still, ultimately, we're at the mercy of, uh, you know, a handful of people and and we're left in the dark. So there's a lot of technology that is out there, a lot of understandings that's out there, and they are not going to tell us. Not ever. No. It's a it's a shame and a sham, and uh, I hate to be the one to break it to you. <laughs> like, I'm the one telling you guys. You guys should know this by now, right? I, I know. One day, you know, when we're looking back on this lifetime, we're going, what? They were able to do what? I, I could have saved my kid from cancer because they had the cure all the time. Oh, my gosh. I didn't have to pay the electric bill and 
and, and, and like get kicked out of my home because I couldn't keep up with the bills. There's free energy all that while, and what? We didn't have to depend on fossil fuels? Yeah, all that, all that stuff, uh-huh. And oh, what? They're going to other planets with reverse-engineered alien technology. Yeah, I said it. All right, so anyways, we got to get to our next break, you guys. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll be right back. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in the Jinx. Now, the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM. Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'm, I'm breathing. I'm breathing after that little roll there on um, all the lovely elements I think of this um, this little shindig of our um, powers going um, as they are, uh, getting full of themselves and doing so much with alien technology um, <laughs> and, and not, not stopping to consult with the rest of us. Mm, where'd that come from? You know, I, I talk about these things here and there. And um, I have met so many people over the years. And people who want to be anonymous. Others are whistleblowers who are being painfully honest about what it is they know to be true going on in this uh, reality. It, it's, it's our reality. It, it's going on here. I mean, we did hear about... Uh, the new congressional bill, right, to help protect 
whistleblowers who want to share about UFOs. What do you guys think about that? How, how cool is that? Why do we need that protection? But, you know, I heard people, you know, making some good points about like, well, we've already had the whistleblowers. I've already been stepping forward. Is this just a way to grab their names uh, so they can hush them? Like, oh, that one knows too much. <laughs> Maybe we should bump their car a little bit. You know, it, it's it's um it's scary. It's scary. And uh, I've had those conversations where people are like, want to keep my pension. I don't want to I don't want to ruin that for me and my family. But man. Are we doing some stuff? And it's like, how many thousands, if not millions, of our young men and women who are in the military, who went in there to try to make a difference, you know, protect our rights and, you know, honorable things. And then they're they're put to this whole thing of, all right, we're going to go and drag that UFO off and uh, we're going to we're going to reverse engineer that Um keep you under our thumbs and don't you dare speak of it because death might follow you you know like how horrible how horrible what a thing to live with and uh then people hear of uh you know there's been these these things also where they're brainwashing um you know wiping their memories clear and if you have any doubts about there being that kind of technology i mean here we got havana syndrome it's causing irreparable damage to people it's as if they got hit in the head memory issues, dizzy, uh, you know, speech problems, word finding issues, all, all this stuff. So, man, these people toy with stuff. And it should make everybody angry, honestly, not just myself. It's just highly disappointing. How, how about that? I'll, I'll cool it to say it's disappointing. <laughs> um, yeah, because I got one for you. I got one for you. All right. This is this is really cray cray. All right. This is cray cray. And I, I know how it's going to sound. But, you know, we like a, a good ghost hunting like episode every once in a while where they're like, ooh, they got a really good EVP, electronic voice phenomena, for those of you who do not know, which is like a, a ghostly voice speaking, saying, you know, we're here or get out. And, and it's always this wispy like voice, like it's like a whisper. Uh, it, it also, when I've ever heard um, a ghost, it, it's always like this, like, Heidi, ugh. You, you want to talk about the chill? Uh, that's a chill. That's a chill moment. <laughs> I ain't ch- not talking about, you know, relaxing and, and eating grapes, chill. I'm talking about down to the bone, like, horrifying. And um, so I don't know what it is about crossing over through these uh, different uh, voids in our in our world. Uh, it makes their voices quite weak. Um, I guess because they don't have vocal cords physically, maybe? That, that could be it. Um, but, but, okay, so electronic voice phenomena. So we believe these things to be actual, right? We're, we're getting some good stuff. Like, we hear children. We hear women we hear cries and screams and and growls on these things and and it's pretty pretty uh, palpable i mean you're like wow i really got that just now right so imagine imagine this and and, and also i i've had um uh, some folks come on the program here who have uh you know different types of evp uh, boxes and um uh, ones that they made up even then evox and uh tony and sheree they've uh been doing some great things with the work that um, they've been, you know, tinkering around with with different uh, toys, and and it's amazing. It's amazing. I even had a session on there, and uh, I was blown away with what they got, and uh, just still kind of sends chills down my spine of what came across there. Um, but so get this. Oh, and it's probably a, a important. That uh, with uh, Tony and Sheree Rathman's um, Evox machine, that they didn't just get ghosts. They also got angelic, alien, demonic, all in one. So imagine that. Imagine that. And they've been working with these types of uh, Evox machines that they've been creating for you know, a decade or so. And it's amazing what they're getting. And, and to be able to distinguish and, and decipher better what they're hearing because when I was listening, I'm like, oh, I kind of heard. And it's like, oh, nope, I, I know that inference in that voice with that. Okay, I got it. You know, and he totally like, uh, you know, transcribed it. And I was like shocked. Okay, so if my friends can do that, what do you, what do you think the government is aware of? What, what do you think they're able to create to listen into these other worlds going on around us too? Would you be surprised if they had such a thing? Well, 
I've got it on good authority that indeed they do, that they have various types of equipment to hear the voices that others, meaning beings, not from here, demonic, angelic, and ghostly phenomena, that they are recording them too. That they've got a little portable box that they go around with and listen. Yeah. How's that make you feel? Did, did they put that on the news anywhere? No, no, no. They'll just make it seem like we're all nuts, right? That we're experiencing these things. They make no mention about it. But this is a little side gig that they're doing, a little side hustle. Yeah, that's what um, that's what they're doing. You, you know, I, I'll never forget when I saw <laughs> I saw this job that a scientist had working for the government somewhere in D.C. And one of his jobs was to test which ketchup was the runniest or the thickest. And he would <laughs> put them in this little container thing and flip the the ketchup bottle and see which one would run. I mean, did they did they ask us? Did they ask us? Like, you know what? I'd like to give up my home for that to pay that man's salary. <laughs> That's not fair. That's not fair. But this is what's going on. So they've been listening in on EVP like type uh, sessions and technologies. I mean, hello, if we can listen to somebody that's uh, scratching their leg from a satellite, what are they hearing with this technology when it comes to uh, non-physical voices coming through the ethers? They, they know a lot, guys. They do. They do. So uh, sometimes I get a little salt um, it, 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 that goes a little bit deeper into the wounds on this for me because it's like... Oh, the people who they, they have hushed, uh, the people whose lives they've disrupted and lost sleep, uh, their their health, as they're just, you know, having a good old time with this technology. Oh, that's a matter of um, national security. Ghosts? Really? Ghost voices? Alien voices? In my living room? You've got a box like that? Why don't you put that thing on in, in Best Buy or something so we can all go purchase one, you know? So we can have a better understanding, too. That's not, you know, come on. So it's upsetting because I have been in this for so long and I've met these people who are so upset and they're dealing with these things. They have no answers and they don't know what to do. And here we've got our government uh, taking video of a candy flying through the sky, Tic Tac. My, come on. <laughs> they can go and back up the camera and pan around to the UFO they were probably chasing it in. I mean, that they back engineered or something. Um, because <laughs> I know they've got them. We all know they've got them, right? We all are aware of this. So I, I'm just hoping and praying that, uh, you know, we can reel in these people that claim to have our best interest to, uh, you know, fess up and give us a break. Um, because a lot of us really need that. A lot of us really need to have that moment to be okay in our world and in our homes. And uh, if there's a, a, a piece of equipment that's going to help us get a bit more comfortable with that, please tell us. Give us a hint. Because uh, we need that. We really do. All right. So I ranted here a little bit. I have to skip an email, but it'll be just for the next show, right? Um, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation and the big reveal. The government... Letting it sink in. The government has powerful electronic voice phenomena, machinery. I don't know what they call it uh, for themselves. I mean, (laughs) maybe they call it the Enterprise for all we know. And they are tuning in, too. They're listening to the spirit world. They're listening into all these different waves that are coming in. And they can tell the difference, too. So, yeah, let that sink in, everybody. Whoo, woosah, just woosah it, you know? That's all you can do because uh, they're not going to help. They're not going to help. They're going to have a good old time hoarding this information for themselves and to uh, maybe make a nice uh, insulation in the walls of their base on Mars that they're tending to. Mm hmm. <laughs> I don't know. All right. But, uh, you know, get the imagination flowing, everybody. Come along with me. Um, (laughs) All right, you guys. So uh, we've come to the bottom of another fabulous program. I hope you enjoyed yourselves um, as I did. And uh, yeah, go to my main website. Tell me what's going on 
What's on your mind? You want to whistleblow a story? You come here first, all right? Uh, <laughs> go to HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com and tell me your stories. Give the most detail that you can. And also, find me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, gosh, TikTok, <laughs> Facebook, all that, at one Heidi Hollis. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and reach out because if you got a problem going on, I could be of help and I see you, I will pop on and help you out as well. So, um, yeah, and uh, check out also, I have the comic strip uh, at uh, the Outlanders comic on Instagram. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm here for you guys. Uh, kind of crack a joke at these things as well and, and live your lives, all right? Uh, we can do this. We got this. We got this. And again, uh, go to the CW uh, Seed app and watch Mysteries Decoded, Episode 3. I am co-hosting with Jennifer Marshall. All right, you guys, you have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.